You're listening to the CX Pod from T-Tech and the Customer Strategist Journal. Today we're talking about value in the CX world. This is an ideal time for contact center operators or CX leaders to rethink what they truly value and what customers truly value. Let's talk about value in all things CX with Matt Benjamin. Matt is a seasoned strategy, product management, and operations leader with more than 20 years experience. He currently works as a partner at Mercer in charge of U.S. and Canada customer engagement operations and technology. Welcome, Matt. Welcome, uh, Mary. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Let's talk a moment about value creation in a post-COVID world. What customers valued before the pandemic has, in many cases, changed. For example, over the past year, customers who may not have used digital channels in the past are surely using them now. Another example would be a person whose employment was impacted by COVID. He or she wasn't as cost sensitive prior to the pandemic, but now pricing becomes a huge value driver. Other customers value things like purpose-driven companies, companies that align with the customer's personal values, such as driving sustainability or going more green. So Matt, what are your thoughts on what's changed and what are you seeing in what customers value? Yeah, sure. Great, great question, Mary. So um, I think we can definitely all agree that, yeah, the world is a, a much different place than it ever has been before. Uh, and, and as a result of that, customer expectations have definitely evolved. Um, I, I think there are three things that have really emerged over the past maybe 12 to 18 months as we've been going this little bit of a roller coaster that when you kind of package them all up together, they form a really interesting, maybe new view on value from the customer's uh, perspective. Um, first, without question, is, in my opinion, the need for speed, right? So if we weren't already tethered to our digital devices, uh, we definitely are now. Uh, I mean, it's almost a little overboard. Literally, I, I go to bed and wake up with my phone next to me, I think. Wait, did I just say that out loud? Um, <laughs> ser- seriously, though, uh, we're, we're constantly connected to friends or family, colleagues, um, and the companies that we choose to do business with via these, these digital devices or digital means. Um, and it's kind of like we're traveling in the fast lane 24-7. Uh, so with that said, I, I think customers are placing uh, an even more heightened degree of value on instant or real-time access to information, transactions, or, or even connection. Uh, and that can span anything from ordering delivery uh, to updating insurance coverage to connecting a Bluetooth device uh, to joining friends maybe virtually for a happy hour. Uh, second in that kind of three-legged stool is, uh, is the need for ease, right? So not only are customers looking for fast, but they're looking for the experience to be simple. They want it to be effortless. They kind of just want it to be downright easy, right? And, and with the digital channel environment, easy is uh, simply a requirement, but the same holds true with the more traditional channels, just the same. Uh, easy has become enabled by the power of data, the power of platform integration, uh, automation, and, and customers have come to recognize when it's working well uh, on their behalf and when it's not. So as a result, we've got a real heightened sense of value being placed, I think, on ensuring that the, the CX is absolutely easier than ever. And then the last leg of that stool, uh, in my opinion, uh, is, is simply the need for care, or should I say to, to, be, to feel cared for. I think customers are are truly expecting the companies that they choose to do business with. Um, they're more than simply providers of products or services, but rather they're they're companies that 
have their customers back, share in their values, care about them with respect to the product or service they're providing, and, and above all else, really want to get it right for the customer. Um, I think customers are going to gravitate towards those companies and the experiences that are both really tailored for them and evidence that level of care, which has become so important to many. Absolutely. So, so true. And everything you're saying is, is spot on. You talked about um, different channels and the usage of different channels over the past year. You talked kind of generally, what impact are you seeing in your own contact center? Yeah, um, it, it's kind of, it's pretty amazing to watch uh, some of those customer behaviors change and to continue learning how to adapt to them. Um, I'll say this, the, the CX and contact center space, and this may sound a bit corny, but it's a, it's a fun space to be in. Uh, on the one hand, you're ensuring you're running your day-to-day operation to service your customers in the best way possible, whether they're calling, chatting, emailing, you know, those traditional channels that we think of. While at the same time, you're evolving the ways to provide support to your customers to minimize the need for them to even have to call or chat or email through the use of those automated or digital channels. So you're kind of constantly wearing these two hats, um, maybe sometimes a third or a fourth potentially. Um, I think what we've seen, what's great to see over the past kind of maybe one to two years as we've been down the path is that as more and more digital channel options have become available, um, actually more and more customers are, are really gravitating towards them and they're leveraging them to get what they need when they need it. Um, the, the digital channel options, they range from anywhere from virtual assistant types of chatbots to self-service enhancements in the IVAs, um, proactive messaging via email or SMS, um, or maybe additive capabilities through digital self-service websites, all things that we've been down the path deploying and launching and making available. Um, so as a result, we've been seeing that increased utilization in those digital channels, uh, while the traditional channels uh, are starting to taper off a tad. But what's what's still coming through those traditional channels is now the stuff that really matters. It's the more complex, more meatier stuff, the, the truly value-add conversations, which at least right now are, are still best served through that live interaction with a person that you can connect with. We'll be right back. These days, companies need to be ready for anything when it comes to the customer experience. Speed and agility are critical. That's where CX as a Service comes in, as a new way to transform customer and employee experiences. Check out T-Tech's new strategy guide, CX as a Service, the Future of Customer Experience, to learn more about this innovative new approach to the end-to-end experience. Get it today at ttech.com slash CXAAS. That's ttech.com slash CXAAS. Um, have you seen anything over the last year that surprised you that you didn't expect as far as some of the changes in customer behavior and how it's impacting the contact center? Yeah, yeah, you know, in- interesting, right? Uh, population and demographic. I think, you know, one thing that has been on the forefront uh, has been who's using these digital channels. Is it the younger generations? Is it the is the is it the more technical or uh, maybe professional services types of uh, demographic from a worker standpoint? Um, I think what's been interesting is it's 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 touched all types of people. Uh, it, it, 
people that are actively employed at companies, uh, retirees who are um, transitioning or already retired, um, both folks in things like technology or professional services organizations to things like transportation and retail. Um, th there's no longer really that delineation of, well, this population is not going to use uh, these digital channels. It's been, it's been a nice spread of folks. And you know, I think that's, that's what we see, right? That we're all consumers in one way or another. We've all got an email account for the most part. We, we're, we're all texting somebody. We're all uh, somewhat digitally savvy in one form or fashion or another. So That is so, so true. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, you've been involved in a lot of transformation initiatives over the years, focusing specifically on automation and AI. What have you learned through those initiatives? Uh, well, answering this one could go totally sideways, but I'll, I'll try to prevent that from happening. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so I think the first thing is uh, transformation through things like automation, uh, digital engagement, artificial intelligence. It, it's a journey, right? It's, it's, it's all achievable, but it does take a little bit of time. And, and by that, I mean, it's not going to be something that solves every problem you might have uh, overnight. Um, but as we all know, kind of practice makes perfect. So the key is to start practicing, um, start testing, start learning, and then kind of continue to evolve from there. Um, for example, like think about launching uh, a chatbot for the first time. Um, start with a few intents that enable your entry into virtual assistants. Don't shoot the moon, keep it relatively simple, learn from it. Uh, and then graduate to maybe uh, start thinking about maybe some automated workflows or evolving the transactional transactional experience, right? Um, take a building block approach. That's going to be key. Uh, I think that's probably one of the key things that, you know, that, that I and the team has learned over, over the years. But, you know, most importantly, uh, I think the key thing is to ensure that what you're doing is focused on the customer. Uh, it's solving something for them that actually provides value. Uh, and they can go back to those three value drivers. You know, is it efficient? Is it going to be easy? Um, and, and can you get it right and show the customer that you really care? That's great advice. So let's talk about effortless experiences because you talked about that earlier in the conversation. Um, the whole trend of effortless experience has been around for a while. So, but it's easier, much much easier said than done. What have you all been doing to deliver more effortless experiences? Yeah, great, great question. Um, so since we since we did talk a little bit already about maybe some of the tactics via those digital channels, I, I might I might answer this one a bit differently um, because honestly, I think there's there's really something that sits above all of those things you can do via technology and via process. And it starts with something that, in my opinion, is just really important and uh, what we've been focused on. And that's people, right? Uh, getting the customer experience right starts with people. And, and what I mean by that is uh, building a team or building a culture of customer-centric colleagues uh, that are passionate about really making a difference for the customer. Uh, making the experience easy, demonstrating that level of care. Uh, and and it, it's, the, it's regardless of whether it's the frontline contact center teams who are talking to customers each and every day or the development teams that are in the background coding the next new sprint of capabilities to be released or whatnot. Um, if they're focused on the customer, uh, they're aligned on great CX, it's going to be great things. 
Uh, it's going to mean great things for everyone. That that spans the customer, expands the colleagues doing the work, uh, and expand it extends the company themselves. So I think that's really been the focus uh, of kind of what we've been anchored on on ensuring effortless experiences is is instilling that culture culture that customer centric culture with our with our people. So important, it really is. So we've talked a lot about the customer perspective, but we really haven't talked about the employee experience. But in order to really have great CX, you really have to have great EX or employee experience. So tell me about that from your perspective. Are you guys doing anything differently when it comes to empowering your agents? Yeah, you know, I think uh, there are some there are some strong parallels, right? Like the same types of things that are on the forefront of our minds for solving for the CX side of things, um, we are now starting to to introduce into the EX side of things. So if you think about that kind of heightened level of virtual assistance, um, one side of that or one angle for that is the customer. The other extends maybe to the folks that are on the front line, um, you know, serving those customers when those interactions do come in. How can they get access to the information easier, faster, better? That that makes their responses that much crisper, cleaner, um, and, and shows that level of care. Uh, same thing with things like automated workflows. Like how you know how how burdensome is it to have to take you know. Uh, five, six, seven clicks or steps in order to get done what you need to get done. Can we string some of that stuff together, automate it in a workflow so that uh, folks can get on to the next thing as opposed to being bogged down by you know multiple clicks, multiple presses, and, and uh, just make their life a little bit easier for the work that they do. So I think there are some really good parallels between um, both CX and EX that, that we can all kind of take learnings from and, and apply. Once you've kind of maybe started down one path, you can then apply that into uh, the other side. So, Right. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Well, that's our time for today. And I just want to say thank you, Matt, for joining us for this really great conversation. It was a great opportunity to not only talk about value, but what you're doing differently in this new world. We're going to be interviewing more contact center practitioners and CX gurus. So please tune in again for the CX pod. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. Thanks again, Matt. Thank you, Mary. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for listening. Look for more CX insights by subscribing to The CX Pod, where you get your podcasts. Or visit us at thecxpod.com or ttech.com. Thanks. See you next time.